Well, welcome to each and everybody to this week's Your Muncher Star. I hope you've been loving the podcast just as much as we have. Episode four, welcome to the show. We've got some great guests, so stay tuned. Mm. Our first guests are Tracy Walsh and the gorgeous Easy Nicole. What have you got to say? For everybody, it's challenging, not just for businesses. It's challenging for people who are used to coming out to the party palace and to all the rest of the party places in the village. The village is up there as party central in not just this country, in Europe. And to come out and feel like you, you know, which I feel operating, that we're, it's not a hall of correction, but sometimes I feel like that. It's been challenging. And the, the, the bad thing is, and the sad thing is, is that the village, as a whole in general and i don't know i've not heard of anyone who hasn't adhered to it they're adhering massively to the rules they're really conforming more than anywhere in greater manchester and because we are known for being party places and it's expected that we are not going to respect the social distancing we're not going to respect all the rules they're not our rules Although we do agree with them, we agree we need to eradicate this dreadful thing that's going on. Um, we, we're up there, we're paramount, we are the ones who are doing it. And all I'm hearing all over Manchester is, Greater Manchester, a sudden Manchester, it's like they walk on water. It's like they can do whatever they want. Um, Alderley Edge, Wilmslow, Didsbury, Cheadle, you go through all those areas. My husband drove past the town hall tonight and something that we were criticised for in the village, and I'm not having a whinge. All I'm saying is please, please understand we're under this spotlight for whatever reason. People are saying to us, you know, we don't have to do that in this bar or that bar that isn't in the village it's always never in the village i don't have to do that in didsbury why am i having to do it here that's the challenge the challenge is not not the fact that the 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 social distancing we all all the bars in the village agree with we all all my contemporaries are adhering it's a fact that these suburban bars are not enforcing it and what's going to happen is there will definitely be a second wave. I can say, hand on heart, and I'm not, this isn't plugging the village. You come to the village, you're gonna be safer than in any other bar because we know, because we've got licensing and every authority crawling all over us because they're expecting and they get our little gay community that we are going to abuse all the rules. We're not going to adhere to them. Well, take it from me, our gorgeous gay community is doing I'm just going to hand you over to easier and please don't take that as a whinge or a negative. It's just frustrating and it's challenging for me because easier, she's one of my closest friends. What she's done, she's just said, listen, you've been there for me. Let me come and police it for you at the weekend. I'll be your maitre d'. I'll police it while, while you look after it. Easier, how are you policing it then? How are you going around conquering all these attitudes that perhaps you don't need conquering? I'm used to being on stage, Belinda, as you know, with Roxy, yeah. Felicia, and 
the rest of the queens that we work here. Um, you know, it's been nice for me because, you know, the customers don't really know me as a person. They only know me from stage. So I'm getting to know the customers a lot better and they get to know me because I am trans. I'm not just a performer. I am trans and I'm really enjoying it. I mean, 99.9% of the people do as they're told, but, you know, there's always going to be one that does it. So we are trying our very, very best. But like Tracy said, you know, with licensing down here every weekend, the police around, you know, we're just trying our best. So what, what's your job then, monitoring it? What, how, how are you doing that then? How are you carrying that out? So I'm going round to tables when I sign people in, when they arrive, and they're told the rules, they have to sit down, they can't walk around the premises unless they're going to the toilet or for cigarettes. Um, it's like they could smoke at the tables a few weeks ago outside and now they've changed that for us. They can't go there, so we have to now police the smoking area as well. I just think they're making it a little bit difficult for us here in the village and not the rest. Now, you might be listening to this podcast when you're out and about running and somebody who's been running quite a lot recently, 5K a day, is the running mank. And here's what you've got to say. You know, every every single day is, is different um, and that's that's what excites me you know I've been running um from the start of April to, to now um and you know every day is different your mindset's different the weather's different um but the consistency of just running every day for these charities is is you know is, is great Danny what made you get into why did you want to start running every I mean as somebody who does very little running why on earth would you want to run every single day um I just wanted to I've always wanted to run marathons now with my job that's never going to be possible like I've I've run 5k's I've run 10, 10k's but um I thought I wanted to in February you know everything was a bit dark on social media there was there was a lot of uh, negative negativity everywhere um I just wanted to do something that uh, every day just to boost my myself morale and 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 do good for other people so that that's what you know triggered my, my You've got, a great, you've got a great slogan. Let's bring that slide up. Uh, the Running Man Mission, as I'm calling it. There you are. Lovely. Look at that. Hey, give me. Is it true? Do you know I nearly read that wrong, then? No. So, anyway, that is a great thought. And then there's the mission uh, as well. Uh, which is there that we'll bring up as well. There we go. The running map mission. There we go. Danny, you mentioned you're doing it for charity. Tell us yeah. about the two charities then that that you're doing it for, and why that why they mean so much to you. Of course. So I'm doing it for two charities, both based in Manchester. So there's uh, firstly Team Hill Charitable Trust, and um, they're a local based charity in in Oldham. Uh, they're fronted by Steve Hill, who's a deputy head teacher in in Oldham, and he. He basically started doing challenges like myself um, many years ago to, to raise money for local initiatives. Um, very recently, uh, last year, he started his own charity to to do these things on a, on a bigger scale, getting people involved um, and raising money for, for people in our area and um, abroad. You know, he's, he's recently funded a, a roof in Uganda for a school. So that's, you know, it's amazing. This money is going directly to the charity and you know, they're using it for, for local causes. Um, and the second charity is Destination Florida. Um, they're based in Manchester and they every year take 70 uh, young children away to Disneyland, Orlando um, for, for a trip of a lifetime. You know, these children have got medical 
needs um, and it's not always possible for these to get out and and experience this so the money raised in my challenge will will go to both charities um, and hopefully help a lot of people I think it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing what you're doing because I know Belinda says she doesn't run. I yeah. I don't run and I, I absolutely adore running. Yeah. But I think even as a runner, I would find it hard to commit every day to 5K because, you know, it might not sound that much on paper, but literally that is a, it is a massive commitment getting yourself out there. Yeah, no, it's massive. And how I saw it was like I could spend half an hour a day flicking through Facebook, Twitter, you know, seeing all these things. And I just thought, what can you do? You know, what, what's another thing you can do productive wise? Um, same amount of time, get outside. And it's, you know, for your mental health and, and whatnot, you, you can do lots of things with that time. You know, you can, you can swap out, you know, your, your Netflix show for, you know, going for walks. You know, we've had a lot of time to ourselves recently um, and it's, it's up to us to make use of that. So I think, yeah, it is a lot, but if you if you put it into context, it's not that much. It's you know thirty minutes a day. And when the three hundred and sixty-five days are up, do you intend to keep running? Is there, is there something special that you that you would like to do after the three hundred and sixty-five days? Um, I'd hopefully want to do more. I mean, I can't. I wouldn't probably do a year-long thing again because obviously mentally, um, it is difficult. Like more than physical, you know, I could run every day, um for you know the rest of my life but mentally it's probably not the best idea um so i think after this i'll try and i want to do something bigger but in a shorter space of time if if that's possible but yeah maybe marathons we're going to put up how you can donate to your wonderful cause, Danny. Uh, I know that. But you had a special donation, didn't you, a while back? And uh, yeah. I, I read about it on your social channels because it was Tony Morris and yeah. he passed away himself, didn't he, last week? Uh, yeah. how, how special was that that he, he reached out to you? Um, it came as a surprise, really. Like when I started this challenge, I never expected it to, to spiral into what it has. You know, on Instagram and, and Facebook, I've got... I've got a little support um, community going on, and when I when I first, you know, Tony followed me on on Instagram, he you know liking everything, he's sending me um, messages of support, you know, and it was the run up to my hundredth run. Um, he never said anything to me directly, like that he donated, but you know, he put on the just give him, um, and he donated a little bit of money, and then the day after, you know, he sent me words of support for that hundredth day. Um, and that was massive, you know, thinking that my, my challenge has reached, you know, somebody so, you know, I, I admired him and, and, you know, it's such a shame about the news. But, you know, I think he was, you know, he, he was up until a few weeks ago, he was doing a, a couch to 5K. And that just shows you, you know, you don't, you don't know what people are doing. You don't know what, what's going on in their mind, you know. So I think he's an inspiration to me and I just want to keep on going and, and you know, do people proud. Oh, it's a world full of beauty. And one lady's here tells about a particular brand of beauty care. This is Emma Corodus and the gorgeous Tropic Skincare. So I personally wasn't familiar with it either until earlier on this year, um, working where I work at the moment in clothes shop. I always suffer with bad skin, the aircon, you know, it's not always great. Um, and I got talking to one of my friends and said, my skin's feeling all dry and I was just having a moan basically. And she said, let me introduce you to this skincare range. She said, I've been selling it, it's great. And I said, no, nothing will work. You know, I've had dry skin since I was 17. I'm now 35, nothing's gonna work. And she said, please, will you take the products home and try them? So I did, and they worked. 
So here I am now selling them myself because I've had such a great experience with them that I want to tell the world about them and exactly. introduce other people I mean, to them. You learn from a friend and kind of you're telling us about it now. It, yeah. it is a brand that is the best kept secret, but in the world of like <laughs> beauty, it's won so many awards, it you know, like the beauty brand that of the year. with me today um which you can have a look at after is an award-winning cleanser it just basically melts away your makeup off your face oh. yeah it's I, fantastic I say that i have tried that cleanser um because i am a bit of a fan of tropic and um i as we both do we wear our, our lovely lashes we have lots of mascara <laughs> i was going to ask you is it industrial strength belinda it, yeah, it it'd be amazing Honestly, you must try some. You must try some. Because before this, I used to use makeup wipes and I would rub, rub, rub away at my skin and it would feel really kind of dry afterwards and still not get the makeup off. And now I use bamboo cloth. A bamboo cloth? Bamboo cloth. Yeah, put a big cleanser on, cleanser. rub it, and it does magically come off, I, I have to say. So it's, it's a yeah. definite one for me, that one. What's your favourite product, though? So I, my personal favourite is Super Greens, which is one of our oils. So it's a nutrient-boosting oil. Um, you only need the tiniest amount. You can see, I don't know if you can see, I've had that since May, and it's literally not much gone out of it, and I use that nearly every day. Now, what do you do? Do you put that on before anything else then? So you do, yeah, we, we, we've got a super greens here that we're going to try. Yeah, you do your whole routine. So you cleanse your tone, you moisturise, and then super greens comes at the end of all that. Super greens to me is a healthy drink. What's, what's in yeah, it Yeah, it's got what's broccoli it in it, which my five-year-old absolutely loves that it's got broccoli in it. So it's got all... Has it got cinnamon in it? It's not got cinnamon in it, no. What's that like a spell that's a bit Christmassy? It's, no, that's, that's, um, ah. Oh. It's like all the goodness. Oh, it is like a vegetable, but I know that. Kale. No. There's kale in it, yes. There's like kale. kale. There's, there's kale, yeah. It's, it's nice just, it's such a good feeling when you put it on your skin, it feels amazing. Uh, sorry, what did you say that kind of does for you? Is that nutrients, did you Nutrient say? Nutrient boosting, yeah. So it's, it's fantastic. I love it. Um, but back to where Tropic came from, I know I've gone completely off the ball Sorry. with the question. Um, you might recognise the name Susie Marr. She was on The Apprentice in 2011. I do, I'm a big Apprentice fan. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So she came third, she didn't win. Um, she went with the products, um, which you've got a sample on your table, actually, guys, of oh. the um, exfoliating body okay. scrub. So Susie made this back many years ago um, when she lived in Queensland and she then moved over here with her mum and one day she decided she was going to get 50 jam jars, she was going to make this product and go and sell it on Greenwich Market to help her mum pay the bills and she sold out in a day. Wow. And then 2011 she went on The Apprentice, Lord Sugar backed her and now she's got, she's gone from her mum's kitchen to a Beauty HQ in Surrey, so they make all the products fresh in Surrey. What's, what's, I, I what's, find that really interesting, sorry, that what? they do make these fresh, so once you put your order in, yeah, it's so, kind of like done yeah, for you then, isn't it? That's why they're not sold in shops, it's all done through ambassadors like myself, spreading the word about these amazing products for you to then purchase. And I have, and I have to say, this smells just like a spa. I know. Yeah, it's, it's got it lemon myrtle lush. in it. That's what it'll be. Yeah.
Well, here on Your Manchester, we love championing small businesses. And this lady has built an absolute gem of one. She's called Sarah and she's from Frank and Fox. Basically, I started it as a hobby. It was something I was doing to um, to help me get through a postnatal depression that I had with um, baby Frank. I needed something to distract my mind. So and I'm a very crafty person, naturally. So... I wanted to learn a new skill, so I picked up a sewing machine, and then that's it. It just took off. What did you did you know that you had that talent before? Was it something that you were creative with as a as a child growing up? No, but this it's a trait that I have that annoys quite a few of my friends and family. That I can I can pick things up very fast. I only need to watch a few videos or read a few paragraphs of something, and I can pick skills up very quickly so all it took was um i think i made a blanket on my first attempt and then i made um some curtains and then um i got adventurous and bought um some baby clothes patterns and then that's that led me to where i am now well, it's amazing. Let's have a look yeah. at some of your products. First of all, let's have a look at the headband, everybody, because these <laughs> are super useful with this heat at the moment, aren't they? And they're selling like hotcakes. So the headbands are, are your best sellers at the moment, aren't they? They really are. So I happened upon the headbands by accident. So the headbands started when um, I decided to put my business on hold and sew um, exclusively to make headbands for NHS workers to yeah. keep um the hair off the faces when the when they're when they were in work um and then through making those i had a few people asking if i made them um for personal use mm -hmm. and then th and then i created the pattern for the headbands that you you've just shown and do you know what it's it's not just the the, the creativity in, in the items that you make but I think the way that you send it out and the packaging and everything, you really are great with the detail that you go to. It means a lot to me. Matt, you wouldn't believe how excited I got when I found the perfect tissue paper. <laughs> because every if I'm if I'm going to do something, I commit to it. So everything that comes out of my business is eco-friendly. It's like all my packaging's made from recycled materials. Um, even down to the stickers there, I've sourced a company called Green Lemming who make biodegradable stickers so it can all go in the recycling. Um, yeah, I love it. I, the amount of times people keep telling me that I need to buy a stamp for my rainbows because I'm going through that many orders at the minute. Um, that it, I, I timed myself the other day actually, it takes me just shy of six minutes to completely package just one headband. But <laughs> I, I love it and I, I'm a small business and in that sense I always want to stay small I always want to be able to draw my own rainbows and write my own handwritten thank you notes because each order means everything an order for one five pound headband means the same to me as an order for a 30 pound romper so I just want my customers but we're seeing it there. here and, and and some of these rompers are made out of recycled clothes aren't they majority of the, the man so this one that i've got here wow that's gorgeous oh my god so much love has gone into that sarah this one was a special one i made this one for baby frank's first birthday and he's our he's um 
he's our rainbow baby that we had after losing one so i had to put a rainbow in there somewhere and all this is i don't know if you can see hand embroidered yeah. wow Absolutely. and what's that been made out of what was that prior? this one was yeah. an old man was a, a men's shirt a men's like cotton shirt that's amazing we must just talk about the curly girl method and you brought all these towels very very quickly though curly girl method is life-changing for anybody who has um anything from kinks to waves to curls it's basically a method that you follow that um encourages your natural curls to come out and um, so you have to take all um parabens sulfate silicones all things like that out of out of the products that you use and it enhances your curls basically fantastic so is it a towel then that we're talking about so i made i got in contact with someone called um welshy curly girl who's on instagram i've seen her she's amazing Yes. so she's one of the reasons why my headbands took off so well because she supported me and shared me and everything like that but i created the towel for her um because i i got into the curly girl method and started watching the videos and what you need to do and one of the main things was to stop using terry toweling towels because they absorb all the moisture out of your hair and she was using just a massive t-shirt on her head as a towel so i said to her well I could, i've got loads of t-shirts i've got all, all loads of recycled t-shirts i can make you a towel out of the t-shirts and then that took off well it may have been a hot one in the studio but you know what it's been another great chinwag hasn't it bell it has indeed and we've got loads for you next week as well and don't forget in the meantime we love seeing some of your reviews and comments we've been getting some stars as well have we yeah so you know what to do share tell everyone about it and if you haven't subscribed yet yeah, hit that button. Oh, ding dangy doo doo doo. And make sure you join us next week for another fantastic, wonderful, lovely episode of Your Manchester, Manchester the best piece.